Hello, and welcome to the Powerful Personal Brand Podcast, where I and my guests share tips to help and inspire you build a great personal brand to increase your visibility and authority. I'm your host, Claire Bond, and on today's episode, I am joined by Debbie Rosemont. Debbie is a productivity consultant. She started Simply Placed almost 20 years ago to help busy women who feel overwhelmed and overloaded prioritize what matters, plan their time, and produce valuable results with confidence and ease. She loves helping clients implement implement strategies to work smarter, not harder, through her group program. It's about time and her highly customized individual productivity transformation package. She's the author of six uh, of, the, of the book, Six Word Lessons to Be More Productive, and the co-author of One Habit of a Thriving Home. Debbie, thank you so much for being here. I am pleased to be here. Thanks for having me as your guest, Claire. Yeah, like, I mean, it's it's funny because I'm, I'm reading your bio and you're like, um, you know, people who feel overwhelmed and overloaded, <laughs> like, uh, that's pretty much every entrepreneur or, I mean, just people in general. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, these tips, please, please, let's talk about that. Like, so um, one of the things that, so what, what is one of the most common challenges or pain points that your clients have and how do you help them overcome? Yeah, I think it is the overwhelm. I mean, that's, that's the, okay. the thing that I hear time and time again, when someone calls to just even ask about uh, possible help is they'll say, I, I just, there's so much on my plate. So it's too much, you know, too many emails in my inbox, too many things on my calendar. I'm, I'm overwhelmed. So the way that I, I like to start is by suggesting that, you know, we, we break things down. We, we got to take that overwhelm away because it's really paralyzing to productivity mm-hmm. as is like perfectionism and the things mm-hmm. that sometimes I think as women, we um, hold on to higher expectations than, than anybody else. So we break away yeah. the overwhelm, break things down, figure out what's most important, plan things out, and then we can get things done. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because I, um, I definitely, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of lists and breaking things down. And, and it's funny because my, my husband, I'm, I'm going through with things with him and I'm like, I don't know what to do. My list, like it never seems to end. And he's like, that's just life. You need to prioritize. Yeah. And yeah, there's a, there's, it, it, it doesn't end, unfortunately, for an entrepreneur. It, it, and you just have to kind of like say, okay, these are the priorities. These are not the priorities. Um, yeah, it is, it is an interesting thing. And when you do want to make sure that you're, you're hitting all of the, of the things, sometimes you're just like, okay, well, I have to really just prioritize because yeah. there's a finite amount of time during the day and I yeah. do need sleep. That, that's true. <laughs> we also, I think people can confuse being busy with being productive. Um, so yeah. my, my definition of productivity is achieving desired results. Um, it's not doing, okay. it's not just being busy, yeah. right? but it, it's achieving the results right. that you want. And sometimes we can do less to achieve those results than we think we have to. Yeah. And, and when I talk about working yeah. smarter, not harder, that's what I mean. It's like getting really mm-hmm. clear on what's important to you and what you want. And then let's figure out, you know, what are the essentials and what can you do away yeah. with or let go of um, to yeah. achieve that? I, I know that I'm definitely with my, with my team that I'm always kind of really trying to hone that down. It's like, okay, what are you stumbling over? Mm-hmm. What can we make more efficient? What can we maybe give to somebody else that maybe isn't your strong suit? Right. Um, and I think entrepreneurs, that's the same kind of thing. I mean, a lot of people talk about like sometimes, 
you're stuck doing all of the admin stuff, but you're just like hire, hire a virtual assistant or somebody to kind of get that off your plate. Because if that's, what's bogging you down, that's not moving you. Forward. Exactly. So you're talking about, do you find it's just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're talking about finding, you know, figuring out what's getting in your way. Um, and then of those things, you know, what can you eliminate? What can you delegate? What can you automate? Those are all good eight words. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And that's what you're saying. You know, when we can delegate things to other people who, who can do for us, then we free up our time to do the things that only we can do. Um, so, you know, yeah. you just described that the administrative side of the work. If somebody yeah. else can do that, if you've got the resources, then that frees up time to do the things that only you can do that always pays off. That always pays mm -hmm. off. Um, so that's, yeah, yeah, that is definitely true. Yeah. It's, and sometimes you have to be like, okay, sometimes you have to pay for it. Like, even if it, you're, yeah, you just, yeah. Even if, if you're like, okay, my business is growing and, and taking that out will be hard, but there's no growth if you don't delegate. It, and, and if you and look I, at the return on investment. So yeah, yes. I mean, there's, there are um, costs of doing business, but whenever we spend for a business, we want to think about what's the value that that's bringing in. And an early example in my business, something that I delegated was bookkeeping. Um, so that mm. kind of more on that administrative side, I'm not, you know, I just not my love numbers and all that. I could yeah. do it. I had QuickBooks. I was capable. But when I delegated bookkeeping, that took about 10 hours a month that mm. I was doing off of my plate. And it took somebody else who was really good at that. And that's all she did about an hour to two to do the same thing that I was doing. So it saved me a ton of time. And yes, I paid for an hour or two of somebody else's time, but at a much lower billing rate than I could make. So if yeah. I could bill for 10 hours of my time, I came out way ahead in the the spend that uh, mm -hmm. you know put out to have that bookkeeping help. So it was absolutely yeah. the right thing to do. And I got a tremendous return on investment. Yeah. Well, it's funny because a lot of things I'm thinking about is like, because yeah, I'm I'll oftentimes with my team, I shift people like, you know, let's try you doing this. Let's mm -hmm. see how this works for you. Because, yeah, you'll find someone who just has an aptitude yeah. and they just take to it. The results are great. Yep. And it takes it takes them like less time for better results. So it's sure. like it's an interesting kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, so if you can get a team that that can actually take and is good at those things, they can take those off your plate and do a better job the less time right. that, and that's yeah and you're not trying i feel like if you are really trying to force yourself to learn something that you don't like isn't your forte yeah. it's never going to be no. a good time no. you're going to put it what put it shit off that's right yeah so so i want to talk to you about what's like one way that um you think people that you know live their personal brand mm -hmm. through the way that they manage their time you know, I think it, back to that prioritization, you know, when we think about, when I think about personal brand, I think about, um, you know, living a life that is in alignment with my personal values. So living and working mm -hmm. in alignment with my personal values. And when we talk about how people spend their time, we could do, you know, I call it a calendar audit or a to-do list audit and take a look at, you know, what someone says is important to you or, or what, what they value. And then how is their time planned? So what's on their calendar? What's on their to-do list? And can they tie the appointments and the commitments that they've made and the things on their to-do list back to one of their values? And if they can, mm -hmm. then to me, that's living a personal brand. It's, it's, 
you know, saying that this is important and also living and showing through action that it truly is. And that's who you are. Um, to me, that's mm-hmm. an alignment. And that's typically where we find people happiest and having the less stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, I like that. Cause it is, it is interesting. I'm literally like, wait, while you're talking, I'm going, I'm going through my calendar. I'm like, am I doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I think I am, but I'm, and I'm, and I'm pushing off those things that are, yeah, kind of like holding me back. So, um, it's an interesting so, exercise. Cool. It's a really interesting, yeah. I encourage your listeners to do that, to say, all right, you know, first of all, you got to uh, do a values <clears throat> exercise. If you don't know what your values are and, and values are big things like family and health and wellness and um, financial security, um, being of service. Those are all, you know, big, big concepts, values. Mm -hmm. So if you list, Mm -hmm. you know, four or five of your values, and then you look at that calendar and look at that to-do list and say, all right, if I'm spending time, you know, doing this and I don't have any time left for my family, but yet I say family is important. Like, how do I fix that? What do I do about that? Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I feel for me, like I remember a friend of mine, um, also an entrepreneur starting his first business and he was very much like, I'm so focused on doing this that like, I don't go out with friends. I don't do anything. And I remember, but you know, bringing him, taking him aside and be like, listen, you've got to prioritize the fun time because that's, what's going to like give you the release. Do you find like a, a lot? That's one of the, what is the, the one biggest thing that you think isn't aligning for people. Is it that kind of me? Yeah. Self-care often will fall Mm. at the bottom um, and and people will put it off or say, I don't have time. You know, I don't have time. Yeah. And, and if health and wellness is a value or happiness is a value or even contribution and service, you know, we are one whole person. So the way that we show up at work, we have to consider how we've taken care of ourselves, what's going on in our personal life. We bring all that to us. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. to, I don't, I don't love the term work-life balance because I don't think it's, it's ever truly like 50, 50 equal weight, but, um, I do talk about work-life integration or work-life harmony where you know sometimes works takes more time, but, and we have to let up a little bit on personal time, maybe with friends, but it can't always stay that way. And so we need to have mm-hmm. this. Sometimes we have something in our personal life. That's a, you know, a, a somebody in our family has a need or a friend is in crisis or something, and we have to spend some more time there. So this kind right. of harmony is typically what people will find. It's not a perfect balance, but we do need to pay attention and have energy to, uh, you know, do what's important to us. Yeah. Well, interesting. Cause I never thought of the term to me, work-life balance as an actual balance, mm-hmm. like a, an actual scale where they have to be equal. I literally always thought of it in those terms of harmony, mm-hmm. like where it about ba- it's balanced for you. Right. And that makes sense. That's how I always looked at it. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting cause, cause um, yeah, there's a lot of people that don't like it. And yeah, I think you were the first person to actually tell me why. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's probably why a lot of people don't like it because they think it has to be balanced. And I always looked at it like it's balanced for you. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's um, allocated maybe for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because and- my, my idea of balance may not be yours True. and vice versa or someone down the street sure. or, or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. interesting. So sometimes I love when you kind of, cause I've, I've done like blogs and other things about work-life balance. And I'm like, why does everyone fight with this? Yes. I don't understand. And now I feel like I finally understand. Yeah. 
Because I was like, oh, the scale has to be balanced. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, maybe I was blocked because I was like, it just makes sense to me. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, you know, that's, I think, what the, the, the kind of most fun thing about having people on the podcast and talking to people is that you literally get a different perspective. And it may be, yeah, just a different way of seeing the exact same thing. Yeah. Or you guys have, you know, you, you may, we may have similar ideas, mm-hmm. but we go about it in, in a different way. And I'm like, I think that's so, you know, so great it to learn that know that because you can't right? grow yeah. yeah it kind of makes you like i never thought of going that doing that direction mm-hmm. i never thought of that so yeah i love that so i always like to kind of give people um you know three tips three tips to figure out what your priorities are okay. and then we'll do then you know the priorities then let's get productive yeah you, how about that Sounds great. <laughs> so um it, I mentioned values, you know, knowing fundamentally what's important to you um, is a place to start. And mm-hmm. that then, you know, knowing those values can really help you make decisions going forward on how you use your time, where you spend your money. I mean, that that can be some place to come back to that can really help with a lot of decisions. So that's definitely a place to start is, you know, do a values exercise. And there's, you know, that you can find things online. I have one that I use with clients, but that's a really good place to start is know what your values are, what's fundamentally important to you. And then also consider your you know, kind of where are you in life? You know, what chapter are you in? So, um, you know, another example, I'm a relatively recent empty nester. So what Mm. I am spending my time on now is different than, you know, when my kids were young and, um, you know, needed me more, right? So where are you kind of in life? I I talk about organizing productivity, time management. That's a process. It's not an event that you're going to sit down, plan your time, and you will forever have the same schedule and, um, you know, same rhythm. So knowing what's important to you, kind of where are you in life and uh, what does that mean or how does that impact your plans and and productivity? I say those are the top things in in helping prioritize. And then I'm always a fan of, um, you know, having things written down uh, so that you can reflect back on them, share it with others. Mm -hmm. That helps with accountability. So I guess those are three things I'd say when you're trying to identify your priorities, values, Think about chapter in life, just the, your situation, and then write write things down. Write down your goals. Write down those um, values. Have them in front of you so that you can see them. A lot of us are visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that you've identified mm-hmm. those values, yep. how can you? What What are three things that we can do to to just like really? Figure like what, what, however, kind of whatever the first place to start, like how can we be more productive, whatever, whatever that first step, um, what are those first three things we can do? Yeah. So, you know, we just talked about like, you know, when, when I started this business, it was as a uh, professional organizer. I help people clear clutter, like physical clutter in their space. And it's, it's transitions to be more, you know, what is the clutter that's getting in the way of your achieving the desired results? So if you know what your mm-hmm. values are, you know what your priorities are, what's getting in your way? 
And I mentioned, you know, the too much. So too, sometimes too much stuff in our space, too many emails in our inbox, too many things on the calendar. So identifying which of those are clutter, where are your time wasters? Um, you know, are you inefficiently doing things? Do you have good systems in place so that you can be productive? And when you sit down to do something, you're doing it in the most efficient and effective way possible. That would be kind of that next step in saying, all right, here's what's important to me. I got to figure out what's getting in my way, eliminate any of mm -hmm. that, you know, the time wasters or the clutter. And then the next step is to, you know, kind of plan your time. And, and I'm a huge proponent of a weekly review. So taking some time each week to look at the week ahead do time blocking so putting time on your calendar or list making there's you know i don't believe in one size fits all as far as which way yeah. you do this but taking time to reflect on what you've gotten done what you still want to do planning for the the week ahead so that you've basically identified when you're going to spend time on these things that are important to you that's it that's a good next step Okay. Yeah. Like, so I was literally, I was writing down time blocking because mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you about mm -hmm. that. Cause I've heard people do, so what, yeah. What is time blocking mm -hmm. exactly? Cause it seems just like weird. It's like, is there a, is there a timer that goes off? Like <laughs> I'm going to do an hour in this and then, and then you gotta like go away and run away. Like, yeah. what is time blocking and is it always the best fit for people? So time blocking is identifying and kind of claiming blocks of time in your schedule. So physically on your calendar, whatever you use for that. I mean, I think everybody is pretty good about honoring what's on their calendar. You know, we have this time that we had on our calendar mm -hmm. we're talking and here we are, you know, you have a doctor's appointment right. and Friday at two in the afternoon, that's where you're going to be. Right. So we look at our calendar for, appointments and commitments typically that we've made to other people. And I think we can mm. do that for ourselves as well. So in that weekly review and time blocking, if again, you know, reflecting on your values and your goals and your written priorities, you should be able to see time planned in your schedule to work on those things. So if, mm. um, you know, if extra health and wellness is important to you, I actually think putting times for exercise or meal planning or nutrition on your calendar because typically what gets scheduled gets done so to say yeah. all right i'm gonna block i'm gonna time block you know uh, one hour four times next week to work out right if that's mm -hmm. if that's something that's important to you and then putting that on your calendar creates that block of time it helps you yeah. when somebody's then asking for your time or asking for help with something, you can look and see, well, what am I already committed to? And you can say yes or no, moving the block if you decide that that's what you want to do or saying, you know what, I already have something at that time. Can we pick a different time or can I help you next week instead? Um, so I gave yeah. a health and wellness example, but you could probably see where you could time block for a work goal as well to say, all right, I have a proposal that I want to get out to a prospective client. I know it's going to take me an hour. I'm going to block the time to do that on Monday because I've let, you know, I've told them today is Friday. We had a conversation. I want to make sure to get that out by the end of the day, Monday. So blocking time. Yeah. Yeah. It's what's interesting is like um, so what the you know um, when you schedule this you you dealt with with the person that does my my scheduling and I literally will have on my calendar if I know there's certain things coming up I literally will put on a block that says no meetings yeah 
I'll block the entire day. Yeah. Like Friday is a no meetings day. Yep. <laughs> like, does it's just like that is the day to kind of like finish things up, right. get with the team if we need to and things like that. So I actually have done that because when I have so many podcasts or meetings, work literally doesn't get done. Right. Right. So I've been talking with a lot of my, um, I think that that's like a big thing with productivity. I've been talking with kind of one of, one of the managers on, on my team and I'm like, we meetings are good, but I don't want to be stuck in that like kind of like corporate thing where you're constantly in meetings and no one actually does any work. Right. Because you can't. For sure. Because that's, you're, that's you're, one of the results yeah. of meetings. If they're done well, they do move things forward. Yeah. You come out of the meeting with to-dos and with follow-up that needs to happen. So, But if you can't do those follow-ups because exactly. you're always in a meeting, yeah. Exactly. So it's it's an interesting thing that I feel like I've kind of had to, to learn. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, yeah, if you can, like, just start putting these things into, into place, right. you'll be, like way ahead of the game instead of kind of learning it the hard way. Yep. Um, yeah. Cause I basically, when my calendar would be so stressed and I wouldn't get any work done until after five and I'm, t- and that, see that, that was one thing I was going to ask you too. Timing. Isn't timing important? Yes. It, shouldn't you know your like best awake times yes. so and do the, the hardest work optimizing, then? Optimizing uh, our, our energy for best performance that you, we, we are all different in that. So some of us are morning people and we wake up mm-hmm. and we're to go and that's a good time of day to focus on the things that take the most concentration and energy and, and mm-hmm. get those things done in the morning. Other people, it takes a while to warm up, right? And they might need a couple cups of coffee and, you know, a, a morning routine that gets them going. Yeah. And so midday is going to be better for things that take, you know, that deeper work, focus, concentration, mm-hmm. innovation, strategy. Um, and then others are night owls. Um, that's not me. Yeah. So you just described, you know, yeah. five o'clock, especially if I have put in a, a day of focus and concentration, you know, don't ask me to concentrate on something new yeah. starting at five o'clock. That's not. Um, yeah, I have that. And it's, it's funny because well, I'm, I'm on the, the you know, uh, in L.A. And so sometimes I will literally open my up my email if I if I open it up early, you know, when I get up and it's like, you know, seven or something. And I'm looking at it and going, ah, you know, but it's like I'm not my best. I haven't had my coffee. I haven't done this thing. And it's like I need to have. And it's like literally sometimes when I have meetings at like nine or ten, mm-hmm. I formulating thoughts sometimes isn't the, I do not like doing podcasts that early. Like, the, I, you know, like, cause I'm just not on it. Like 11 o'clock is when I get like, yeah, I got, I've got all my stuff. I did all my things. I'm like, good. I feel okay. I've gotten some emails out of the way. Yeah. It's I, for me, it's interesting because I've worked this cause I've done, I, I didn't think about what do I need mm-hmm. going into the deal. I basically did it wrong. And I'm like, okay, I can't ever do that again because right. that was awful. Right. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> having a level of self-awareness um, and then creating your ideal day, right? And, and there's going to be exceptions. And this does not mean that you can't record a podcast at 9 a.m., right? But mm-hmm. we talk about, um, you know, efficiency, effectiveness, productivity. A lot of times you'll hear the word flow. Um, and mm-hmm. flow is kind of a, a, a pleasant state to be in where you feel like you're getting good things done. You feel like you're um, uh, in a natural 
state to achieve optimal results. And when we go against the grain of the time that we're best or um, trying to you know, make decisions after we've already hit what I call decision fatigue, it doesn't mean we can't do it, but it feels more like work. It feels more like a push, like we're moving a big boulder up a hill and it just doesn't need to be that way. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but you were talking about how you, how you, um, delegated the bookkeeping, mm -hmm. but I would always push those things that I hated mm -hmm. to that time when I had the fatigue, which made it even yes. worse. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like this is not good. Yep. Yep. That's true. Yes. Yeah, that's, true. that's the absolute worst. Well, so um, I, this has been like, I, I feel such a great learning experience. I feel for me to really, I'm going to go back and kind of look at my, my calendar. Cause I don't know that I've really kind of said, okay, what's working, what's not, yeah. um, lately. Yeah. And I feel, I think that it constantly does change. And I think that's a really, really amazing reminder. And, you know, this is the, the pow powerful portion of brand podcast. And so everyone listening, please take Debbie's advice because your personal brand is reflected every time you show up. Make sure you are in your, your what, what did you call it when you when you do your best work during, what was that tar the, the target, what is that time you talked? Just your optimal energy. Uh, to yeah, make sure you're state. using your like optimal time. I think that's such a great, I just think, I just, yeah. I mean, sometimes you can't always do it because you have to do it based on somebody else's schedule, but if you have the opportunity to schedule things for when you are working your optimal time. I think that's such a great lesson to, to make sure that people do. Yeah. And, and we, I mean, we can't, you, you mentioned time is finite, right? There's only 24 hours in the day. We cannot do anything about that. Um, but we can think about our energy and our attention. And that's something else that we're, mm -hmm. we're challenged by in this uh, day and age where there's so many, um, rings and dings and buzzes and notifications and alerts mm. and social media developed so that we're almost addicted to it. So lots of pulls on our attention. We can manage that though, and we can increase our ability to focus and, and that helps too with optimizing our performance. Yeah. And maybe if you, if you want to go down that like Instagram or TikTok rabbit hole, put, put an alarm on yeah. that only lets you do that for 20 minutes. So I know sometimes I'm like, where did my, where did that 30 minutes just go? Yes. Watching like dog yes. videos on TikTok. It, it's about being <laughs> intentional. So being intentional is say, yeah. I'm going to take a break from work right now and do this. Right. But if you yeah. go to TikTok or Instagram with the intention of you're going to post something for your business and then you get lost down that rabbit hole of fun. That wasn't your intention. That's not the best use of time at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Such a great, a really a reminder not to be like cracking the whip on yourself, but just literally just being like, you need to have, you need to prioritize you and your values. And I think that's such a great way to do it because I don't, I don't think people think about it that way. Mm -hmm. When you're thinking about productivity, you're not thinking about what, do, what, do, you know, my values. And when you really talk about family and things like that, people are like, Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That is important. Yep. I know it's, it's a funny thing. Like every morning, I have this ritual with my husband. We, we, we started it probably in, in 2020, but like um, every morning we get up, the first thing we do is we go and get a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. We either have have our coffee on the patio, mm -hmm. or we uh, we have some couches in the in the um, two seats in the in the, the bedroom that we kind of sit on, and we just have our coffee and we just kind of like chill. Yep. It's like such an important thing, and I feel like 
um, my, my mom used to always, she used to say that she would get up an hour early because she's like, I just need that time just to be like, not expected to do anything. And sometimes like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just a thing. Find that you time. Cause that's so important and people just don't, or with your husband, right. your kids, your whatever, right. you know, even your, even your, your, your dog, right. For if sure. you want to go on a hike, For sure. take those important times that mean a lot to you and make them always happen because the rest of your day, like you, if you put it into perspective of not doing your favorite thing, the rest of your day, just really, I mean, what's the point? I agree. I agree. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, that's what we say. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. So prioritize what matters and then you're going to be so much happier. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Debbie, this was an absolutely fantastic um, conversation. I learned a ton and great reminders, great reminders for what's, what's important and what I need to remember to always prioritize. Um, where can someone connect with you, find out more about you, maybe take that little quiz? Um, where can they find you? Um, so on uh, a website is probably the best place that we're at www.itssimplyplace.com. So I-T-S-S-I-M-P-L-Y-P-L-A-C-E-D.com. Um, and there's lots of resources on the website as well on social media platforms, usually at the handle Simply Placed. So um, do connect, do reach out. I'd I love to talk about these um, topics. It's personal passion and um, yeah. I'd be happy to connect. Awesome. Yeah. And all of those links will be in the, um, in the show notes and description box. So thank you so much for being here, Debbie. Um, I had a fantastic time. It was a great conversation. And um, I know that the listeners and people watching yeah, hopefully they have their notes. They're like, oh, this way I need to prioritize. Good. Well, it was my pleasure. <laughs> and I, I mentioned too, and I think um, I'll make sure you have it for show notes. We do have a free um, work, uh, rock your work from anywhere guide. That might be a good, just reminders, like you said, for people as well. Yeah. And, and so I'll make sure you have the Amazing. Yeah. Yes, please do. We'll make sure to put that in the show notes. All right. Well, thank you so much, Debbie. And thank you for listening to the Powerful Personal Brand Podcast. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye.